0: District of Conservation is sponsored by CFACT. To learn more about our sponsor, head over to CFACT.org. Thank you so much for listening to the show. We are in for a treat. We are joined by Matt and Shauna of Silencer Co., which is one of the leading companies specializing in suppressors. And if you guys don't know what suppressors are and how they play a role into shooting and quality of shooting and, and ease with shooting, you're going to learn more about that. So thrilled to have you both come on to District of Conservation. Thanks for having us. We're happy to be here.
1: It's good to be here. Talk Talk about your
0: roles and your involvement with Silencer Co.
1: Okay, so I'm a PR specialist at Silencer Co. Um, I actually just started in April, so I haven't been here too long, Um, but my role is to work with writers and media and just get the word out there about what we're doing, new products we have going on, as well as I'm now also gonna be over our e-commerce, so our web store, uh, which is mostly our attachments, smaller things that people use to connect the suppressor to a host gun. Um, So yeah, that's kind of what I'm over.
2: Yeah, she's super busy. We definitely tax her with a lot of work. (laughs) Um, My name's Matt. I've been with Silent Circle for about five years, um, and I've, currently I'm a communications manager here. So I just did work in the marketing department and work on a lot of our communication efforts and help build fun campaigns and work with talented people. And uh, yeah, just make sure everything, uh, everything that we're saying is on point and, you know, accurate and true.
0: Keeps us running, yeah. When people think of suppressors, they think of James Bond. And I think you guys are always told this refrain often that it's used in crime. The portrayals are largely mimicking what happens in real life. What to the nitty gritty is a suppressor for those unfamiliar?
1: Yeah, so that is a very um, incorrect perception of suppressors, right? So that is what we get a lot like, oh, the assassins, you know, it's silent. You can't even hear the bullet. I think that freaks a lot of people out, Um, but that's really not correct. The suppressor is more of a muffler for a gun. Um, Silencer is the correct term. Because Hiram Percy Maxim, the person who developed silencers, he called it a silencer. I think
2: his patent was
1: was specific yeah, the word silencer.
2: The specific word mm-hmm. silencer. So that's really where it's derived from.
1: Right. So historically that's correct, but as far as you know, accuracy, it really is more of a like a suppressor. Um, it muffles the sound of a gun. So as a as a bullet travels through the barrel of a gun, it has a lot of hot gas and pressure, right? And then as it enters or exits the muzzle, it interacts with cold air. And so that cold air is what causes the muzzle blast or the sound of a gunshot. So the suppressor gives it room to expand, to dissipate, um, and then, of course, muffle the sound. Yeah, not completely happens.
2: silent. Not not James Bond silent. Right. <laughs> that's that's pretty much impossible to reach that level, but it, it, it muffles. Muffle muffles it, well, right.
0: muffles it, suppresses it. And
1: protects hearing because of that. So um, it's just a good tool, honestly, to have.
0: Talk about the inherent benefits. Obviously it reduces noise pollution. It helps ameliorate recoil. What are the inherent benefits to using it when it is attached to your firearm?
1: Right, so like you said, um, the protection for your hearing is huge. I would say that's the number one benefit. Um, it can reduce on average by 25 to, I think it's 25 to 30 decibels mm-hmm. um, is on average how, how many decibels it can reduce sound. So that's a lot. Um, that's, that's a huge effect for your hearing. So
2: We were actually, we were joking about this just yesterday. We were talking about the, the health benefits and how it's really like a preventative. It's a precursor to losing, losing your hearing. Technically, insurance companies should pay for right. all shooters to have them because it is a preventative measure to save your hearing.
1: Right. And the national National Hearing Conservation Association, they actually recognize suppressors as being something that can reduce uh, noise-induced hearing loss. So they wrote a letter to the American Suppressor Association Association, and they're like, "Hey, you know, we support the use of suppressors for reducing hearing loss." So that's huge that they recognize it as well.
2: Um, that, that's probably the most noticeable. Um, benefit that you will get from a suppressor. There are there are other uh, benefits as well. Like you mentioned, recoil. Mm-hmm. We talked about recoil reduction. So noise levels brought down to hearing safe levels. But it also allows hunters to stay on target a lot easier with that reduced recoil. They can take a shot, and if they miss, they can actually follow their shot, see where it went, make an adjustment, and come back with a better shot.
1: And that way, they don't have to, you know, wear earplugs too when they're hunting because that can. Make it a much more difficult. I mean, they're not going to wear
2: earplugs anyway. Right. I don't. I don't know any hunters that are like, "Oh, there's a deer. Hold on."
1: Let me put in my ear protection. They put in their ponies, or they,
2: you know, (laughs) they reach in their bag and they're loud and they pull the pull the zipper and all the velcro and.
1: Yeah, just doesn't make sense. So the that's what the suppressor would give them is the opportunity to to take that shot and not have to worry about you know hearing loss after so many years of taking those shots or their dogs
2: hearing loss. A lot of hunters use dogs. Mm -hmm. A lot of Duck hunters, dog hunters,
1: hunters, yeah.
2: Dogs have ears too.
1: Also, competitors too. There's there's another um, category there. People who really benefit from, from suppressors because of the lack of recoil with a suppressor, they can have better follow up shots too. So, like like Matt said with hunters, they can stay on target a little bit better. And yeah, um, we we
2: can talk about this all day. I mean, th- this is what we do. We talk about <laughs> this all day. So. <laughs>
0: I have also seen it work for me personally when I got my first deer last November and I have shot recreationally with a suppressor on handguns and even air 15s and other rifle platforms. And it really does everything you guys say. It makes the shooting experience far more comfortable. Your noise experience or your hearing experience is a lot more enjoyable. You don't really f- hear the noise, the, the, and all that, that kind of um, glare that you hear when you shoot guns as well. And it just, is overall better for your surroundings and people are not going to hear the gunshot as much and it just makes your shooting experience a lot easier and if you're trying to stalk a prey less less obvious obviously to the animal with respect sure. to that
2: yeah for sure you know I actually um, it's interesting that you brought up an ar-15 because i i went shooting in the desert just this last weekend with a first time shooter um she'd never shot before and she wanted a little experience and so I, of course, I, I brought my suppressor as well in an AR-15 and I pulled it out and and, um, and she was scared. It's a scary gun. There's a lot of scare hype around it, which is understandable. Um, and she she was under the impression that if you were shooting with a silencer, it would make it so tame and so quiet that it wouldn't be scary, that the respect for the gun, the firearm would actually be taken out of the situation, which isn't the case after, after she shot, Um, With the suppressor, she still had a very healthy respect for the firearm and for the responsibility that people uh, get when they have a firearm. It doesn't take that away. It doesn't take, you know, somebody's uh, respect for it away, but it just does make it more enjoyable, much, much more enjoyable and a a better uh, educational situation as well
1: and more enjoyable for everybody else out there enjoying nature too, yeah, not just they the don't, You know, <laughs> they don't hear as as much noise with that. So
0: why do you think our fellow Americans are largely skeptical of this? I think one thing the Europeans do correct when it comes to firearms is to have a kind of welcoming view and actually a fairly acceptable use of suppressors. Why is Europe getting that right? Why are we getting that wrong?
1: That's an interesting idea. You know, I I don't know for sure, but I think it's the narrative going on right now and with um, a lot of the gun control laws that are trying to be passed. Right. I think I think that's the narrative that people want you to to see is that guns are scary. And with a suppressor, I've heard the argument that, oh, like you won't be able to hear the shooter, you know, in a mass shooting situation like you won't know where they are. And like we said, it doesn't I mean, a suppressor, a suppressed gun is as loud as a jackhammer striking concrete so you're going to hear the gun and you're going to be able to tell where the shooter is coming from
2: for sure um i think you're absolutely right too about europe having it right they do like it's a it's like you don't hunt unless you have a silencer um unless you have a suppressor it's kind of just the way that they do it i think a lot of it comes down to education as well uh Mm -hmm. shauna talked about the narrative around suppressors there's a lot of narrative out there. Most of it, most of the negative narrative, in fact, all the negative narrative was generated by somebody who's never shot suppressed, who doesn't work for any company, a suppressor company, a firearms company. And a lot of them haven't even shot before. It's just a narrative that they're creating. So education plays really big into it, which is, you know, what, what we do. Right. About 90% of our marketing budget is spent on education, on educating the public on with real facts. Our videos speak to that. Our advertisements and magazines speak to that. Uh, Our our social media posts—all of that's based around education and uh, really bringing, I guess, truth to the topic, truth and
1: light. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people don't realize that suppressors are actually legal as well. A lot of people think, "Oh, I yeah, I can't own one of those. It's not legal." They're legal in every 42 state where 42 states where you can buy a firearm legally. You can buy a suppressor legally. Um, It's a little more complicated, but we can get into that later.
0: Yes. Talk about the process, because like you mentioned, it is legal to obtain them in 42 states, as you mentioned, but it's a very arduous process. Can you talk about the NFA process? and what reforms may be needed to make and ensure that the the process to obtain them is easier. Because I think people have a misunderstanding of suppressors. They think that they're heavily used in crime when actually the statistics point to a very rare use in criminal use of firearms. They're not really used in crimes whatsoever. You don't really find them at the crime scene except for very, very few instances. So talk about the process and, and what reforms you think are needed to ensure that people can obtain them in a more acceptable legal fashion
2: um so there are you know that's that's interesting you bring that up because the first thing once people figure out that silencers that suppressors are legal that's the next thing oh well okay well i've heard that if you need that if you want a silencer you need to get a license or you there you have to go through a lot it's actually not that bad um there there it is a process though there are some steps you have to follow there's five steps five simple steps um, and the first is being, first you, you go out and you find the silencer that you want. Um, that's probably the most fun because that's the whole like reading and education and diving into it. I, I, I don't know, that's fun for me. At least I, <laughs> I, I like <laughs> like that aspect. So you, you find the silencer that you want. Um, step two is you fill out, it's called a form four. Um, and all gun dealers that sell suppressors, they're pretty much uh, wizards when it comes to form four. They know. They can show you each line you need to sign um, and most of it actually is just basic information about yourself so suppressor fill out your form for third step is you uh, you get your fingerprints taken and a lot of these dealers have the have the ability to uh, take your fingerprints in their gum shop so while you're there you can fill out your form for they'll take your fingerprints uh you actually you need two copies but once they you know when you're in your dealer they can take care of that for you Um, The fourth step is you need two passport pictures, uh, and uh, dealers are able to do that in their stores as well. There are actually even electronic machines that are set up. Um, There's a company called Silencer Shop that's done uh, a lot of work to really streamline the process and get it all digital. Um, So for your your pictures, you need two passport pictures you'll send in with your form for. And the fifth step is probably the easiest one. You just send it in to the ATF. Mm-hmm. and and after that like that's that's really where the hard part comes because you have to wait for the atf to approve you and it can take six nine months sometimes a year and waiting waiting for anything sucks i hate waiting it's it's terrible but it is right. what it is so yeah it's actually really easy the process is is very easy
1: yeah i think the i think the best thing we can do is educate people about how easy the process really is and if they go into their local gun retailer they we'll walk them through it step by step. Um, and, and I think that's where our job comes in, you know, as far as legislation goes and, and, and things that can make it easier, you know, that's, that's difficult to say because I think there, there can be difficult things even if the NFA requirement does go away, then, then everybody can make a suppressor and then you don't know if you're getting quality. Right. So that's an issue too. Um, but, but more regulations would make it even even more difficult. And definitely the wait time is a problem. So if there was a way that they could streamline the process and make yeah. it a, a, slow, a quicker wait time, that would be good for everybody, yeah. I would think.
2: I know there have been a couple of bills that have been introduced, um, and most of them that are aimed to deregulate suppressors would uh, create getting or the would make getting the process of getting a suppressor very similar to getting a firearm where you would mm-hmm. go in you'd have to do a nics check a quick background check and then you could pick it up I, I, ideally and this is just my opinion really that seems a lot better than waiting a year for something yeah. and filling out a, a form and getting your fingerprints taken and passport pictures and all that stuff so right
1: and that's the the hearing protection bill i think is the one that it is currently in legislation and I think it's just been referred to a subcommittee at this point and um you know I think they tried to introduce that previously and it didn't and it didn't go well and so we'll kind of see how that goes this time around but um we also kind of just follow whatever the American suppressor association is supporting and um they do a lot within um lobbying and the government to try and, and make sure the right things get passed to to make suppressors an easier process. So
0: With respect to kind of the demand for firearms, have you guys noticed a similar high demand for suppressors? I know to buy guns, to buy ammunition, it's almost impossible. There's a lot of price gouging. It seems like supplies are limited, although I know people are trying their best to stock it. But have you seen or have people kind of told you guys there's a similar high demand for suppressors as well? How how has the market been um, in response to all the demand for different guns and ammunition as well?
1: Yeah, I mean, we've been following the same wave, really. Like um, our sales tend to follow the same thing as, as guns and ammo sales cause it's in the same industry. And mm-hmm. um, when people are are panicked because of unfriendly administration, right? They're going to want to purchase everything they can to um, make sure they get everything before it's illegal. So I we definitely saw an uptick and 2020 our sales were through the roof. And I think the entire gun industry now is seeing a balance. It's kind of balancing out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, And it's not as spiked as it was. Yeah. Lots of
2: ebbs and flows. Yeah. For sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's been, it's been hot. The market's been been hot. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. But it, it definitely just follows kind of the same trend and, uh, yeah, I'd leave it at that.
0: Since education is a primary focus of Silencer Co., you guys have been putting out some very interesting video series. I want you to talk about that. I got to see a few of the episodes as they came but how important is it to educate through creative storytelling options like this and talk about the series that you guys have been working on
1: right so that is called the american gun campaign um and basically the idea behind it is we're releasing a series of episodes and each episode features a unique person who owns a firearm and they have their unique reasons and they're vastly different from the next person who owns a firearm Um, and the idea behind it is really just to show people that like Everyday people own a, own own and use a firearm um, often. And so it kind of takes away the scary uh, narrative of, you know, only the assassins own suppressors or, you know, only um, people who want to cause harm own a firearm because that's not true. A lot of a lot of regular everyday people own firearms. A ton of people, actually. I think it was eight million um. Gun sales was it last year? The, correct me if I'm wrong on that number. I'm sure you you've got it as well.
0: Eight point four.
1: Eight point four. Yeah. <laughs> so so that's a lot of people who own firearms. And so the the idea of the American Gun Campaign is to show um, just how diverse that group really is. Um, and so we've released three videos so far. I don't know if you've seen you've seen actually two, and we're releasing the third one next week. Yes. Yes. So I don't know if you've seen them, but the first one features. Um, a single woman who's an entrepreneur, she's a real estate agent and she carries for personal protection, right? Because she deals with a lot of abandoned properties that she has to fix up and she's seen homeless people living in there and she's encountered some scary things and she goes in by herself with clients every day and she just doesn't feel safe without the firearm. Um, And for her, you know, it's personal protection. So that was our first video. The second one was a very very different from the first situation. His name is Terry. He's a riflesmith. And so he creates guns for mostly law enforcement and military. Um, Those are his main clients. And he just like, he's all about the craftsmanship of it, right? And creating the safest, most reliable product for our military and our law enforcement so that they can do their job uh, well. So that was kind of an interesting um, I feel like the first two videos were really quite different yeah so
2: yeah definitely and we have a lot more that are that we're producing right now that are very different as well that we, we touch on mental health
1: mm-hmm. in
2: one of our episodes coming up which is really important and it's something that's not talked about a lot so that one's going to be great
1: yeah the mental health one is going to be very interesting and I think it's going to capture the attention of a lot of people who wouldn't normally care about these t- kinds of videos because um mental health is such a such a huge issue right now Mm -hmm. in america especially since covid you know it's affecting a lot of people so
2: and that's why really we do these these videos um so we make videos is there are people out there who normally wouldn't watch a video that silencer co-makes um but there's a lot of education that can come across and come through that so we make these videos to not just appeal to our core demographic but to a, a very wide variety of people just to is to educate people like to give them some real solid truth like nothing nothing we're not trying to hide anything nothing biased. just you know baseline capital t truth mm-hmm. um but yeah we have our, our american gun campaign which is great and we have a lot of we have a few other campaigns that we that we have been working on a few other films some of them are funny some of them are uh just straight sounds from like a shooting experience like going out in the desert and shooting um we have some funny Christmas videos and. and he Santa actually Bob's played videos. the Grinch in one yeah. of the Christmas
1: videos. That one you'll have to watch for sure. So he was full on Grinch Nobody green makeup. Nobody knows that, Shana. Oh, sorry. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was definitely him as the Grinch.
2: <laughs> no, but there there's just, there's an opportunity to to teach people about stuff mm-hmm. that's important to me. That's important to us here at Silence Circle, And that's important to a lot of people here in the United States. And so we take, we take that very seriously and, and uh, that's why we do everything we can to produce uh, genuine content and, and make it relatable.
1: Yeah, I think it's also about like creating a new narrative because people are hearing the same narrative over and over and over about guns and firearms and it's not necessarily true. In most situations, it's not true. And so we're just trying to bring to light a different narrative, a different story really and share people's stories. that are real everyday stories.
2: So capital T truth.
0: Yeah, because the gun owner, the American gun owner is changing. It's not what it typically used to be. It's a lot more diverse, younger, skewing more city living and companies like yourselves are trying to get on board authentically, I should say, because some companies do it inauthentically versus authentically, but just trying to naturally mesh with how the gun owner is transforming and and, and transforming into what the gun owner looks like and how it's not your cookie cutter, uh, categorical gun owner that the media loves to, to slap on with. So that is so important. And I totally agree. And I think a lot of the industry is getting on board and you guys have been early adopters of doing that technique as well. Is there anything else about suppressors that my listeners and viewers should be aware of? Um, anything interesting that they can follow from silencer co that they should be aware of in addition to the videos any other cool projects initiatives coming about
1: i mean we have a new product that should be released at the end of the month so that's Mm going to be exciting for people they can look at our instagram we've teased it a little bit but um Mm -hmm. i think it's it's just a natural progression of what we already have and it's the next best thing and i think people are going to be really fascinated with it so
2: yeah we're always we always have something in the pipeline, some new products that we're working on this next one that Sean was talking about. is going to be really cool. And then there's three or four lined up after that as well. So there's a lot going on.
1: Yeah. Around January, people should be seeing a lot of new products from us. So, yeah. I mean, well, timelines always change. You never really know, but, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but ideally, you know, next year, early
0: next year, I think it's, we're gonna Maybe timing that. around SHOT Show. If SHOT Show happens, would we be able to see any there?
2: Oh yeah. yeah. Everything we're working on now will be done for sure by SHOT Show. So and also speaking to your audience and the people that uh, um, that uh, watch what you produce, um, I'm sure a lot of them have shot suppressed and I'm sure a lot of them haven't shot suppressed. So, you know, us as representatives of Silencer Co., we would really just encourage people to go out and find an opportunity to shoot with a suppressor. Like, you can can listen to me talk all day. It's really boring. You probably (laughs) don't want to, trust me. (laughs) But there's no better educational and learning experience than going out and trying something for yourself. Um, And then build build your own opinion. Whether it's good or bad, it's yours. So you're you're in control of it and you can build it.
1: Right. Find a friend who has a suppressor. Go to a gun shop. I think a lot of the times they'll let you try. They have a demo suppressor. They'll let you try there um, in a lot of ranges. And just see what the experience is like, because it is so different. It really changes the experience. Um,
0: It does. Yeah.
1: For me in a positive way, I think probably most people, but, you know, that's for them to decide. So
0: absolutely. And where could everyone connect with Silencer Co, you guys individually to keep abreast with all the different products and updates that are coming?
1: Of course. So our website is just silencerco.com. Super easy. Um, and then Instagram, we're very active on there. Just search for Silence or Co. I think that's pretty
2: mm-hmm. just at silence at or Co, silence or
1: co. Yeah. um and I would say those are the two main. also they could sign up for our e blast We have a weekly newsletter that goes out and that's just at the bottom of our website. They can sign up there. Um, and any big news will be announced there as well. Um, yeah
2: we we're we're really active on on not just social media but uh, and as much of as, as many industries as we can be so we're kind of hard to miss sometimes well mm-hmm. we hope at least but those you are guys, probably those are our main avenues of communication and
0: sure. you still populate on youtube as well despite yes. some of the restrictions okay mm-hmm.
1: yep yep they just need to search our website it's sometimes gun especially silencers get buried on youtube which is interesting
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so they just have to find our youtube channel and subscribe and um, we post all of our really educational videos on there which are to me the most interesting because it just it some of them are um what are those ones called the ones that suppressor, are, science. suppressor science yeah mm-hmm. um we have a guy who just he's one of our engineers and he knows everything about suppressors mm-hmm. and he will just break it down for you and so he simplifies everything in a very visual way so
0: nice yeah. have you guys um resumed populating on twitter twitter is still a valuable tool so i don't know if you guys are going to do that i know you guys did have an account there at some point and yeah, we still we still do
2: it's been um on hold for a little bit. Um, so I don't know, we haven't for- TBD. We have it, yeah, TBD determined, <laughs> okay. You're asking about it. Uh, it's actually very uh, persuasive and influential with that. So yeah. TBD.
0: TBD. Okay, good, good. Thank you guys so much for coming to talk about suppressors. What is happening? New product uh, that could be expected. I think it's valuable. totally agree that you can learn the most about suppressors when you directly handle them yourself. I haven't had as much experience as you guys shooting them. I have shot them several times and I've had success both in hunting and also recreational shooting with it. And it is, really just a transformative experience. It makes your shooting experience all the better. You're not gonna be triggered by the noise. It's going to be a lot more comfortable to grip and angle your gun correctly and really just help you reinforce all the knowledge that you've learned shooting firearms and, and just even being more responsible when handling it. So it really kind of reinforces everything, the basics, the importance of handling the gun safely and operating it where you're not putting yourself or anyone else in harm's way. So thank you both to Shauna and Matt for coming on district of conservation and also this corresponding simulcast. And thank you guys. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Awesome.
1: Thanks Gabrielle. Yeah, thanks.
0: Thank you for listening to the show. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you're following us on your preferred podcast player. We like to recommend Apple podcasts because Apple is where most of our listenership hails from. So if you head over to Apple, Apple, subscribe comb through some episodes and leave us reviews we'd be more than appreciative of your support in that manner follow us on facebook instagram and twitter to never miss a beat nor a guest announcement and you can connect with me personally on my social media feeds all of the facebook twitter and instagram links that i have are all denoted by blue check marks really easy to find me so engage with me there i'd love to hear your thoughts if you want to recommend yourself for the show as a prospective guest i'm all ears to hear and sift through different inquiries stay tuned for the next episode really appreciate you listening to district of conservation